Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Things You Think You Don't Care About. Average Joe's media coming at you. I'm the Average Joe Boo here with... The Average Joe. And my main man, Chris Moyer. How are you doing, Chris? i doing great. How are you? Good, man. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be here. So today we're talking about awkward moments. How do you react? What is the proper protocol when it comes to awkward moments? Joe, what do you think? I was just creating an awkward moment here. Oh, I appreciate that. Just doing that, you know. Yeah. I wanted to illustrate what we're talking about. That's good. I with our listeners. That. That's fair. Now on iTunes and Spotify. Speaking of things we need a shout out to, uh, soon to come is some memorabilia. Average Joe's Media t-shirts, ball caps. Swag. Swag stuff we all get. It's uh, brought to us by the McKenna Group, a graphic design company. McKenna Group has been great to work with. They've given us some designs, and some designs are forthcoming. And uh, just keep an eye out. Look out for the McKenna Group products with the Average Joe's Media just flashing all over it. I'm going to love it. McKenna Group. It's in the game. It's in the game. So, awkward moments, Joe. Awkward moments. Oh, where where to begin? Uh, so many to choose from, partially in the first couple of podcasts with our awkward silences, but I'm going to go back to a fun one when we were kids. Do you remember Bible class, Halloween party, circa, I don't know, 1990, 91, 92? Probably yeah. Not. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Sorry, I heard a little background noise. I apologize. That's little, fair. That's, that's fair. fair. That's fair. But, yeah. Anywho, so I'm going to be a California raisin costume. Mom picked out for me. She had it on good authority that some of the other children attending this party were going to be California raisins as well. Okay. California that's, raisin costume. That's fair. Came with a raisin. You put on yourself. You know, like one of those like uh, burlapy. I don't know burlap. Wrong word. I'm not. I'm not a seamstress. No, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Nor am I. Yeah. Anywho, so then it came with tights. Yeah, of course. I mean, it probably didn't cover your entire leg because, let's face it, a raisin ends right around the butt crack area, you know? Right. So I'm like, just because the claymation California raisins have small black legs doesn't mean that I want to be put in the pantyhose. Absolutely. I thought it was fair. That's fair. It's fair. Just say, you know, I'm a guy. I'm not trying to rock any hose, especially to a party with my peers. I like it. This is good. Well, average Joe, like all good Texas Southern boys, mama's boy, he really couldn't tell mom no. Uh-huh. So I had to rock the, rock the spadex. Absolutely. Yeah. And keep in mind, that no matter how, what age you are, no matter what size you are, spadex, it's a privilege, not a choice. Absolutely. That's fair. Anywho, get there, see other California raisins there, boys and girls. That's good. Guess what? No tights. You were the only tight-wearing California raisin. And it would have been so bad if everyone had been wearing said Halloween costumes the whole time we were at this little function, because then it still would have kind of gone down, like, you know, to the knees and whatnot, or whatnot, you know? Yeah. But, oh, no, 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 hot house. Had to wear the tie. Hot house. And, uh, yeah, most people took their costumes off, because, you know, it wasn't Halloween. So there was no costume coming off of Joe in this scenario. Well, it wasn't for a while, then it finally was like, oh, come on, Joe, you know, take, you know, take it off, take, you know, take off your costume, so yeah. It's rocking a white t-shirt and some tights, man. Not my proudest moment. I wished. I wished. I, if I was there to see it, I wished I remembered it. I think you were there. Well, then I wished I remembered it. 
Because I'd be using that sucker for blackmail. I tell you what. I feel like we glossed over the part where all of the kids are telling you to take your clothes off at a Bible party. Yeah, no, yeah. I think that, that we yeah. kind of sidestepped that pretty quick. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a fairly awkward situation. It really, well, I mean, how do you react to that? I don't know. I mean, this was a church where everybody wore t-shirt and shorts to swim. Still do. Yeah. Right? Still do, no matter who they are or whom they may be or where they may be. Similar awkward story. Okay. Awkward moment, if you will. I like it. Now, well, where you're, you're at church camp. Okay. In another state. And you're basically uh, free jumping. Off of, uh, you know, like a, a Clifford embankment. Now, mind you, all about modesty. That's important. That is a necessary detail. That is important. But you jump from a very high altitude, if you will. Okay. Into a body of water. What happens if you're wearing a loose t-shirt? Well. Our shirt can come off. Shirt floats a little bit faster. You don't have, you don't have a jump, you know what I mean? <laughs> I hear you. It's an awkward thing. When you're basically, you go down so far deep, you know, you've never done this before. You're when you get back to the top of the water, you're thankful you're alive, and you would expect it to be more like, oh, you're like, yeah, great job, or like, you know, like you're alive, you're down there for a while, right? Yeah, not like one of your loved ones who's chaperoning that yelling at you, make sure you get your shirt put back on. Ah, least bit of my concern was in open water was whether or not you had a shirt on. Yeah, it was, I never really cared about. It. I was going to try to get back to you know some shallow water. There was no rock that I hit my head on. No, no yeah, lacerations no. underneath the water. No. no death ultimately. No death or maimed Joe. It was shirtless Joe. It, well, partially, and that was the concern. That was the concern. Well, well I'd be a little awkward there. A little I'd bit. Be a little a little awkward bit. Chris, what do you got? Well, I'm starting to echo some of this concern. Uh, with all of these stories about you uh, disrobing in, in public situ- situations. <laughs> uh, that that could definitely be awkward. Wow. Episode 9, <laughs> disrobing. At will. Involuntarily. I, Involuntarily, it doesn't even matter. I had a similar embarrassing, awkward moment uh, when I was in youth. Uh, we took a trip down to Guadalupe River, and uh, you know everybody floats down the river on their tubes, and uh, there are parts in this river where they have little uh, slides, you know, and uh, what I didn't know is that underneath there's this uh, current, right, you know, this mm-hmm. undertow, and so that's why they say, you know, you must have a tube to go down the slide. Well, I'm a good swimmer, and, you know, I'm like, well, you know, I've been to, at the time it was wet and wild, now it's Hurricane Harbor, right, and I've gone down slides without tubes, and, you know, everything was fine, so uh, I decided I was not going to use my tube, and I was going to go down one of these slides. I almost died that day. Uh, <laughs> I, I went down that, that slide and I hit the water and it just sucked me straight down. Oh. And I was not prepared for that at all. Oh. And uh, so I'm flailing around, you know, and I finally, I kind of get my way back up to the top and the lifeguard's up there and she's got her little ring in the water and uh, for me to grab onto. And I pulled myself up and uh, if it wasn't for her, I didn't Man, I got all kinds of chewed out for uh, by our chaperone for not using the tube. Following instructions. Absolutely. Yeah. Did not follow instructions. Sometimes, as speaking from the perspective of a teacher, I imagine the whole following instructions, there's a, there's a method to There's a reason for that, right? It has life implications, serious life implications. Maybe not in the classroom all the time, but maybe when you're getting sucked down in the undertow of a body of water. You would think I would learn that, uh, you know, to follow those instructions, that, that you know, that 
uh, signs and postings are typically there for the safety and mm-hmm. you know uh, and well being of, of the public. But uh, we went to Disney World a couple years ago, yeah. and so I don't know if you've ever been to Disney World, but they have a really big parking lot, and so they have this uh, trolley or tram or whatever you want to call it. You know, it's got a bunch of cars strung together, and they pick everybody up, take them to the entrance, right? And uh, so when you get in, it says you can't have any kids on the end. Of the, they have to be in the middle. Adult has to be on the end. Yeah. Well, you know, I have five kids, right? So there's seven of us. We're there, and of course, the kids they run, jump on the thing, get in there first. Yeah. Well, so that means we can put one adult on this side, but there needs to be an adult on the other side. That makes sense. Right. So I look around. Well, we're in the middle car. This this is where we're at. So there's like five or six of these huge cars this way, and five or six this way. I was like, I'm not going all the way around. I'm just going to jump between the cars. Well, there's a cable that connects the, the cars. Yeah. And then there's uh, two little ropes. And right in the middle of those is a sign that says, do not cross. I looked around and I said, well, I'm going to cross. So I put my arms on the I jumped over. Immediately through the intercom system. No, sir, sir, you can't do that. No, sir, don't do that. Don't do that. Right. The guy gets out. The driver comes running back there and starts yelling at me in front of everybody. My wife was fit to be tied. She was so mad at me because I embarrassed the heck out of her oh, doing yeah. that. And I'm just standing there, I'm all red faced, you know, and he said, uh, sir, you have compromised the integrity of this vehicle. Nice. We cannot move until we get an inspection. Awesome. Now I got a cart full of people that aren't too happy. How much eye contact people. were you or your wife? Well, how much eye contact were y'all making with other people? A lot. Because yeah? everybody's staring at me and well, they're clearly. like, oh, now we can't go anywhere. Because this guy's on a power trip saying that, you know, it's probably the most action he's ever seen. Uh, and so, you know, he gets to yell at me. Oh, yeah. And that's the highlight of his day. Absolutely. Well, then his little, his, fair. his partner, assistant driver, whatever, comes back there. And he's like, what's going on? He's like, well, he jumped over the cable. We're going to have to do an inspection. He looked at it and said, oh, it's fine. Let's go. So then we were able to go. Uh, but if Disney World has a blacklist, yeah, my name's probably on. You're on that thing. From, from that, you know, attempting to compromise the integrity of a passenger vehicle so nice yeah, well, a very awkward moment. so as we're talking about uh, awkward moments we got a phone call come in and uh we have a guest here on the line hey there caller how are you doing uh, i'm sorry we had the mute button on how are you doing i'm doing good doing good thanks for having me on oh absolutely glad you called in what's your name sir uh, sean 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 yep so uh Awkward moments, Sean. Tell me, what what awkward moments do you have? Uh, definitely not as good as the one with the slide there. I, I, I admit I'd probably be one crazy enough to try that myself <laughs> and probably embarrass the heck out of myself. Nice. Um, but mine is more, uh, I had a moment at church. Ooh. And uh, this is when I was a little bit younger or whatever. And... Uh, if you ever watch the the people that sing the Star Spangled Banner, all the time, uh, you know, on, on TV, yeah, uh, one of the worst things that they ever do is they always forget Star Spangled Banner words, like right in the middle of a song everybody should pretty much know. Absolutely. So, uh, my moment, I was asked to do Lord's Prayer, the one you're supposed to know every word, everybody can follow along with you, do all that you need to do. Uh, but my, my problem was. Uh, I, I just, 
I just couldn't think of the middle part of, of the of the prayer at all. Uh, and so it, it was one of those moments where he had that long pregnant pause. Oh, yes. I mean, and the pause was just too long. I'm, I'm trying to restart the whole prayer in my head and go through all the lines and see if it'll come to me. And, and nothing, nothing's coming. I'm talking about the preacher starting to kind of look outside of his eye. <laughs> now, my, my thing as well was one of those moments my wife was kind of standing there next to me, so she just kind of like bumped me to the side and kind of chimed in and jumped in on, on her end and just it kind of kind of saved my, you know, tail on that one. So hmm. that's kind of my awkward moment. So at what point in time, now I've had some awkward moments in the in the church building as well, just because it's, you know, it's public speaking or it's public service or whatever, and you're doing stuff in the eyes of other people. And, uh, you know, you know, let's just say sometimes in the church building there's some judgmental eyes, and then when you mess up, you feel like you're being judged. If I'm the only one, I'll stop. But did you feel like you just could never do it again, for a, at least for a minute? Uh, at first, yeah, and then all of a sudden, I don't know if that's just the part of me, I, I kind of wanted to do it again. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, I know I can do better. Prove yourself. Uh, but, and then I never got the opportunity, so I just looked like the old fool that just can't remember the lost prayer. Well, I can't t- Joe, have you ever had something like that happen to you? A little bit. Yeah? Explain. Sorry, I just created dramatics. I appreciate that. It's always <laughs> welcome. I try. Especially in the Awkward Moments podcast. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I don't think I've had it before. Public speaking wise. Okay. But I think I did almost drop one of the communion plates. Oh, dropping a communion plate. That's like. <laughs> Not good. That is, that is sends you straight to the, the poor house. That's the nice way of saying hell. If you do it, you want it to happen at the very end. Yeah. When you're stacking them up. Yeah, absolutely. So you're hoping that awkward situation, people hear the noise, but they don't want to look back. That's fair. But they always do. They all, they always look. Every distra- It's a welcome distraction, and people don't like saying they like being distracted in church. However, we all do. We all like a little bit of an abnormal distraction in church, because sometimes it gets a little mundane in there. Let's talk about distraction. Okay. Have you ever, Josh, been at services, and you're, maybe it's a song service. So you're repeatedly singing songs. Oh, you bet. And you're and you know you're sitting with your children, uh-huh. trying to be a good example. Maybe it's a congregation that has like 15 generations of family in it, right? So you're around a lot of people, you know. And then this person sitting next to you, the person sitting behind you, decides that you know what? I feel moved today not to sing in my own voice. Maybe I'm going to sing as Mickey Mouse. Maybe Bing Crosby. You know, maybe I'm going to sing as though I'm a frog. Yes, yes. Did it happen to you? No, no, no. I don't, I don't typically don't have someone beside me singing that way. That, you know, unfortunately, fortunately or unfortunately, I don't know. I'm typically Mickey Mouse or Kermit the Frog or Bing Crosby. That's typically who I am. And what makes it awkward is, is that not everybody really can tell where the foreign voice is coming from. Absolutely. But everyone can tell the person, like myself, who is crying, not being moved by the Holy Spirit at that moment, but trying desperately hard not to laugh at his idiot best friend, trying to completely destroy his composure. Absolutely! That is why we do it! That is why we create the awkward moments. You create the awkward moments so it's awkward for other people. You do not... Being the source... 
the reason why it's all awkward is the best part. Because other people are figuring out, this is awkward. And you're just having a good time, boy. You're just singing your heart out and it don't matter what you sound like. And it's awesome. You're lit up like a Christmas tree happy right now, Doc. I wished, I wished you would have joined in <laughs> with the carols of praise with the crazy voices. That would have been awesome. Well, it would have been awesome. better if, if the harshest looks of condescension weren't coming from my own children. <laughs> Wondering why their father couldn't keep his composure. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. So, as a teacher, I've, I've been at the same place for several years, and I, I live in the area that I teach. So, you know, I frequent the, the Walmart or the Target or the Kroger's or the whatever stores are around where my students are or, or anybody I've ever ran into at the school. And, uh, you know, awkward moments for me occur when somebody recognizes me but I have no idea who they are. This happened to me the other day, and it's happened before, and I try to play it off. So a guy, a guy walk in, he's like, hey, coach. I turn around instantly. Who are you? Hey, man, how are you doing, man? I appreciate it. I kept walking. And I was praying, and I was praying, and I was pray- hoping he did not continue in conversation because I didn't want to look like that guy who had no idea who knew him. And why I didn't remember this kid's name or or whatever. I recognized the face. I met, oh, he's from school because it was a year ago, year ago or so. And I just kept walking. And fortunately, he didn't follow me. He had a couple people with him. But I felt really weird. And I gave him a weird look too. Oh, oh hey, man, how are you doing? How's the thing? How's the, how's the family doing? Now, this, this particular kid, he probably did have some, some family he was expecting. Sean, have you ever had anything like that? Sean, did we lose you? Sean's driving through a tunnel. Sean, Sean's either driving through a tunnel or or he hung up and uh, and uh, and my phone just didn't get disconnect. All right, Chris, what about you? Well, I've had situations. Uh, you know, now we're in a, a social media age, right? And uh, so everybody's got a thousand friends, but are you really friends? And so you have those people that maybe you went to high school with or, uh, you know, went to church with growing up or, or their family friend of your parents. You know, you had them on Facebook and you're quote unquote friends. Yeah. Then you go to the store and you see this friend from social media. Absolutely. Uh, matter of fact, you might even end up in line with this friend from social media. You make eye contact and you recognize them and you know they recognize you. But neither one of you says anything to each other because... In real life, you're not really friends. You're just merely people that know each other's name. But on Facebook, you're friends, right? And so the question is, have you guys ever found yourselves in that situation? Maybe you. Oh, yeah, man. Mine's a little bit different. What normally happens to me is it happens. Well, just keep going. Just keep flowing. That was a sidebar. <laughs> it was a distract, an awkward moment. Well, Joe, I'm just trying to get him to to flow a little a little better with the name. Now, let me go back. Has that ever happened to you, Joey? Yes, sir, my friend. <laughs> uh, funny you should ask. So, what happens to me oftentimes is I know a lot of people. I'm friends with a lot of people on Facebook. I have fond memories of a lot of these said people. But a great thing about podcasting live from Garland, Texas, 
smallest big town, biggest small town in Texas. I think it worked either way. It worked. It sounded good. It rolled off the tip of your tongue. Anywho, um, my biggest problem is I forget names, especially if I haven't seen someone in a long time. So you ever had that awkward situation where, like, I was in the middle, golly, I think I was in uh, San Antonio? Yeah. At a, somewhere around San Antonio at a Bucky's. That's fair. Okay. Middle of summer. Walk in. A guy I grew up with. Knew from probably elementary school all the way through high school. Nice. Great seeing him. Happy to see him. Hey, how's it going? But in that moment, you're okay because it's not like I haven't seen Josh in a while. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to say like your first, middle, and last name. You're just like, hey man, what's up? Hey, how's it going, bro? Then my kids come up and they're like, dad, who's this? You know, I'm like, oh, there's my kids. To that awkwardness where you introduce one person, but you don't introduce the other. And you're hoping they're just going to automatically say who their name is because then it just gets really weird. Absolutely. Pro tip in that situation, if you're with your significant other or with your kids, right? And you know that they don't know the individual. uh, Well, son, introduce yourself. I like it. So then they exchange names, exchange names, and there you go. I'm going to use that one. The, I like yeah. that. One. The protocol to divert from the awkward situation. Yes. To 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 relieve. To diffuse. Diffuse. I like diffuse. it. Good words. I like it too. All good words. Or what about when maybe possibly this individual you come into contact in uh, an interaction in life? Maybe it's at a restaurant. Maybe it's uh, getting your hair cut. Maybe it's at a doctor's office. If you know a couple of them. Uh, yeah. Or maybe even better. What if it's at school? With your children, nice. where they're an educator, mm. and you don't remember their name. Nice. You're hoping you're going to see their last name on the board in chalk, mm. but you're horrified nice. because you're supposed to be <laughs> you're supposed to be really happy to see them. But in the back of your mind, you're like, this mm. person's a freaking idiot. Nice. They were always an idiot. There's no way that they could ever, ever teach your children. Mm. Nice. Nice. I yeah. feel like Joe Boo over here is. Uh, Creating some awkward moments and tension. Absolutely. I I would be remiss if I did not at least create one. So what about what about when you break wind? What about when you cut the cheese? What about when you got a little gas? We all got it. It happens to the best of us. When you audibly break wind in a room of people. Don't acknowledge it. Why not? Because it creates a little bit of attention. Yeah. Because here's the deal. If I acknowledge it, then it happened. That's true. If I don't acknowledge it, I'm daring you to acknowledge it. So you feel even more awkward because you don't want to be the one to acknowledge it. Because what if it didn't happen? What if it's a figment of your imagination? Maybe it was just a, a tree branch. Yeah. Maybe it was, it was something somebody was walking on. Huh. Maybe it was someone's sound bar yeah. on their phone. Could have been. You never know. What if it was like a couple pages in a book flipping? It could have been. Yeah. I mean, it could have been a number of things. I mean, maybe maybe it was somebody who had a fondness for uh, musical instruments from Jamaica. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. It's in the game. Nice. <laughs> nice. So, as a teacher, I teach 120 kids a year. And, uh, and, you know, it's pretty much nine months with a few breaks now and then. So, I regularly, I say regularly, it happens enough to be called regularly, have this feeling that I'm going to fart, okay? That I'm just going to pass gas. So you, here, pucker, you pucker up? Oh, so I pucker up. I try to hold it in. And I hold it in. And if it, you know what? I, if it slot, like silently diffuses out of the, uh, 
the old anus, yeah, then anus. that's the best possible outcome. Kind of like right? being let out of balloon. Absolutely. But but sometimes, sometimes you just relax, and then you drop a pin, and you bend over, and you just got to let one out. That's what she said. So, what I do whenever that happens is I, I, I rip, and I keep walking, and I look back, I was like, you think I didn't hear that. And I blame it on my kids. <laughs> and they're like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And it creates havoc. It creates attention. But it doesn't happen in my direction. It happens in the direction I point. Because I'm the teacher. Clearly, I know what happened in my classroom. And I do. But I'm able to just kind of move it on. And it's awesome. Concerned it's a nice about the when you're crop dusting in that scenario. Say that again. Just like keep a keep a nice pace while you're crop dusting. You bet. Absolutely. And you know what? If there's a little noise, uh, all the better. All the better. So, any other any other awkward moment scenarios? Let's see. I'll take another one back to some uh, fun adventures. Okay. With the youth out abroad. Okay. This wilderness extravaganza. A plethora of beautiful things to look at when we were out of state. Beautiful cove on the lake. The water was crystal clear, placid. Birds were were silent, but magnificent. Deadly. There was a calm in the world. And you're sitting at this embankment, and it's almost like an outdoor amphitheater. Nice. And there's nobody on the roads driving over the dam. There's no one else there but you and nature and... Mm. The Almighty. Nice. And you're you're doing a series of songs a cappella. And it's beautiful. But then you look over and there is a centipede crawling towards your friend. Nice. And you ask yourself, okay, in middle school biology we learned that there were centipedes and millipedes. I'm pretty sure one of them was poisonous and deadly. I don't remember which one. And quite honestly, I'm not 100% sure what I'm looking at. Is it a millipede or a centipede? I'm not getting close enough to look. But I feel compelled at this point to err on the side of caution and make sure that this nice person sitting next to me, mm. you know, doesn't die. Nice. Isn't this? This wonderfully perfect, unawkward moment is not ruined. Nice. So I'm looking around, and I find a small rock. And I decide, well, okay, the rock's big enough. I got it like at least, you know, like three inches from finger, you know, to the tip of the rock. That's what she said. I'm going to try really hard to disperse of said millipede centipede hybrid. Nice. So you get ready to do it, and you're feeling a little awkward because I don't like spiders. You know, I got a, I got a problem with with insects that can kill me. Okay, went from centipedes, millipedes to spiders instantaneously. By the way, keep going. Yeah, poisonous creatures. Oh, yeah. gotcha. oh I it's got it. a little bit of a phobia. I Are all spiders <laughs> poisonous? I don't know if which came first, the chicken or the egg, but you know. <laughs> Clearly, we digress. Where is the yeah. awkward moment in the story? I am waiting on the <laughs> edge of my seat. So, what happened next is, is so I decided I'm going to go, you know, attack pattern Delta. And I'm going to try to kill the thing. But like most insects with exoskeletons and other natural defenses to where they can break part of their body away and they still be moving, I didn't feel like I was getting the job done. So now 
I'm moving at a very rapid pace, and I find myself under my breath saying, die, die, die. Nice. Nice. The problem is, is that other people around me start picking up on there's clearly something wrong with this guy. So I've already described the set the scene. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. It is completely calm, beautiful, and silent, except for the group of youth singing in unison. Then the singing stops. I'm still making a strike pattern and yelling, die, die, die. Were you also shirtless in this scenario? I was fully clothed. Okay, that's a good, that's a good at story. Any, good story. At any point in time during this killing and, and maiming of innocent creatures, did you think about removing hey, your hey, clothes? Hey, just for the record, I'm a Christian, not a Buddhist. That's, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. And did the Bible teacher, were they there asking you to remove your clothes? Like they no, did that would party? never be. No, okay. that that's Catholicism. Uh, <laughs> that's fair. So... Okay, so we all Not have to offend any parishes out there. We... Sorry, Pope. So <laughs> we have we have several awkward situations where we where we don't intentionally create. Have you ever intentionally created an awkward situation? Chris, I'm talking to you. Clearly, I'm sorry. talking to me. They don't know okay. I'm looking at you, yeah, but you yeah. know I'm looking at you, and it was fairly awkward. That's so. fair. I feel like, you know, I might put this back on you, Josh, because it, it seems throughout this podcast, you seem to be the expert at creating awkward mm. situations. Is that nice. something you have a lot of experience in? No, yeah, occasionally, yes, uh, absolutely I do. So, sometimes when you just are tired of the mundane, the normal routine, you go about your day, you go to work, you eat, you sleep, you go to back to work, you eat, you sleep. Sometimes you gotta mix it up. And we, that is our job as human beings not to just live in the mundane, but live in the fun, live life to the fullest, live the dream. So when I get in an elevator, I make sure my back is to the door and my face is to all the people in the, in the elevator. And I just stand with my arms crossed Hey, how are you? It's a nice day out, yes? They freaked out! They have no idea how to respond to this because in the elevator... Are you supposed to talk in the elevator? I think the uh, jury's out on that rule. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that you're not supposed to talk unless you know the person you are talking to with extreme detail. I've heard it both ways. I can't decide if it's more awkward to stand there looking at each other and not saying anything. Uh, or to say, hey, how, how's it going? How's your day? You know, yes. uh, making small talk. But also protocol in an elevator is to stand with your face in the direction of the door. Where because does it say that? That's standard understood protocol. According, where is it understood? The I book of foil. the words of St. Michael. <laughs> elevator theories one-on-one. You must not stand with your arse face in the door. Let it be written. I'd like to challenge the validity of that statement. <laughs> well, I challenge you to challenge the validity of that statement and go check it out. Just do it yourself. I'll do some research. Go up into an ele- a crowded elevator, an elevator where there's clearly more than just you. Because it doesn't work if it's just you. It's not awkward to just be you. You know what? Let's ask the definitive source for all knowledge. Hey, Siri. What is the appropriate direction to face when standing in an elevator? Okay, 
found something on the web for what is the appropriate direction to face when standing in an elevator. Take a look. Why is your Siri from London? I like it a lot. <laughs> Got it. So Siri gave us some information. However, she did not tell us what it was, nor did you read it. Back to us to help so, us. Of wrong in. information, not enough information, or too much information. Or know. is it just useless information? Exactly. Does that make this entire scenario we're discussing useless? Listen, this is things you think you don't care about. And clearly, we don't think we care about awkward situations until we're in them. We're in them. And typically <laughs> until we're a victim of the awkward situation, not the source. So now you asked a second ago, have you ever intentionally created an awkward situation? That's and I'm sure there's many times that I have that I can't remember. But what that made me think of was there was a time where I unintentionally created an awkward situation through intentional actions. Okay. So I'll explain. I love repartee. Okay. So, uh... This is a story I call the time I left church with two black eyes. Black eyes, not black guys. Black eyes. Okay. Church, two black I'm eyes. glad you kept clarifying I want to clarify that. That was no. another awkward moment. Y'all were wondering what happened. Yeah. So uh, I'm in church, and uh, you know I'm, I'm a little bit younger, you know, a little more immature. We were always and, uh, younger in all these stories. We exactly. Out. So no, no real life experience. You sure. Know? So uh, we're standing at this worship, and there's a lady. She's standing in front of me. And uh, I'm behind her, and I'm saying it. And I notice her dress has sort of bunched up uh, at her waist. And it was really it was really bothering me. It was a distraction. I'm trying to worship the Lord, and I just have the, this distraction. So I leaned over the chair, and I untucked her dress, just pulled it out. Real yeah, quick. you did. And uh, she turned around, and she smacked me right here, across the eye. Right where? They can't see where? Right, right across the eye. Oh, right okay, here. gotcha. And... Uh, so I, I apologized, you he was know, pointing profusely. I apologized profusely, and uh, I actually moved over a seat, so I wasn't directly behind her. My friend comes in, sits down, uh, and he's behind her. And uh, so she, we, we have sat down at this moment. Uh, I believe it was offering time, so we, we sat down. Well, then they began to sing again. We all stood back up, and of course her dress had, had bunched up again. And my friend, I guess being very similar to myself, uh, it was bothering him, and he reached out and straightened it out. And I looked at him, I said, no, 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 she doesn't like that. And I took my hand, and I bunched Someone's it. Talking. What? And I, you know what? You know what? <laughs> I, I'm sitting at the foot of the master of uh, creating awkward situations over here. Continue. That was Keep a good going. Start. Keep good going. Start. He's not I'm even. Just he's not done. He's not done. He's playing with Josh. You know what? Now I'm going to create the ultimate <laughs> awkward situation. I'm okay. not going to finish my story. Okay. But Leave everybody that. hanging, huh? That's it. Okay. Well, we appreciate that here on things you think you don't care about. Episode ten. What happens when people don't finish their stories? What kind of torture does that put you in? Ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you tuning in. That's about all the time we have here for awkward moments and things you think you don't care about. Until next time, I'm the average Joe Boo. Why are you grabbing my food, Joe Boo? And this is an emergency call.
All right, this now. here is the average Joe, and Chris, we appreciate you coming on. Thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely, sorry, guys. We'll see sorry, you down the road. It's in the game.